0: This is a
1: wild production podcast. You remember.
2: Roll your stealth roll.
0: Game books, pencils, pizza,
2: cheese puffs, and a hell of a lot of dice. And the dragon woke up.
0: Roll for initiative. This
2: is the Roll for Initiative Podcast, where 1E is the place to be. This is the Roll for Initiative Podcast. We're at volume number 6, issue 188. This is the Christmas Spectacular Show. I'm Vince, sitting with Matt.
1: Hello, everyone.
2: And maybe we should call him Elf. Elf Nick. Glad Tidings, everybody. Glad Tidings. And
3: uh, DM's little helper, Crispy. More like a crisp-miss spectacular. Don't do that again. Yeah, don't do that See, because it, it's a pun, because crisp-miss, but yes. crispy. Yeah. Crisp-miss. Do you know it, that, it works.
2: that one person like, that says he vomits every time he hears you?
0: Yeah, I think it just happened.
2: Yeah. Good job. I, I think I just vomited a little bit in my mouth, too.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tough room, tough room. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Christy. Way to go. <laughs> so, have you guys uh, have you guys seen this? Have you heard about this yet? Uh... What? Now he's trying to recover. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm waiting to see what he's got. Come on. Yeah, come on. What's the deal with the uh, with the uh, dice bags? You know, like it's a it's a bag for your dice. <laughs> Why is it got to be made out of chainmail? Oh. So, like. What is the deal with Dice bags? I don't get
2: it. Apparently, Crispy's reaching into the Seinfeld material bag. Yes. Wow. The rejected Seinfeld. Serenity now! Yeah. Festivus for the rest I of I was it. in the pool! Oh, boy. Festivus. There we go. This is our
0: Festivus Spectacular.
2: I don't know. We'll put some Christmas music in the background or something. I don't know. Make it more yeah. festive. Sounds corny. Jingle Bell
0: Rock or something like that. I
2: don't know. Just and something to annoy somebody because you know someone will complain. So.
0: Oh yeah, grandma got run over by a reindeer.
3: Perfect. <laughs> you know so, my grandmother was actually ran over by a reindeer, and that's very insensitive. Crispy, you're lying. We can tell.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I hear you like snorkeling in the center, char- char- chortling. And oh, man.
2: <sighs> okay, so let's steer the, let's steer the show back onto <laughs> the tracks. <laughs> A crispy, recover in a safe space in the corner. <laughs> <Safe
3: space. laughs> Feeling really triggered right now. So okay, here's Don't
0: your worry. crayons. Here's your play doh.
3: Yes,
2: uh, I do have a safety pin on, so you're good. Okay. Heck yes. Anyway, meanwhile, meanwhile on my Tumblr. Meanwhile, the halls <laughs> of justice. Uh, yeah. So this is our Christmas show. We do have a wonderful Christmas module here for you, and we were going to add a special little gift. Into it as a stocking stuffer, Nick had found another module actually made for a first edition itself, which he downloaded yes last sir. year, apparently, and he just found five minutes before the show. Uh, more like twenty, but yes. Yeah. So t- <laughs> twenty minutes before the show. So otherwise we would, yeah, we would have a review. Yeah,
0: that. we'll review the one that you found, Vince, and it's still rather intriguing, I must say. And then We'll just briefly talk about the next. I'll talk about the next one and then. Uh, I actually we'll got that module. I
2: can't today. claim credit to that one. Uh, James McBeaks? I think that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> Apologize if I said it wrong. He actually had sent a message to me on Twitter and said, "Hey, here's a module you want to review for your show." I said, "Okay, cool." Yeah. Cool. Well, they thank you. All right. So hit us up uh, on Twitter, RFI Podcast. Uh, you can follow us for show-related information. Uh, go to Facebook.com slash RFI podcast or roll for initiative and follow us on there or RFI staff at gmail dot com five seven oh eight six five forty two ten the Christmas hotline where nobody where is standing by. Are standing by No, nobody's standing by. It's Christmas vacation. Oh that's right there on vacation. Yeah. yeah. Just voicemail this time. So Yeah. So uh stars, Nick, what do we got?
0: All right, on stars on iTunes, just a reminder, everybody, if you want to give us a starred review, head on over to iTunes where you can also download all the previous episodes of RFI. And you can uh, give us a review there. Just type it into your search and uh, over in the iTunes store, and you can give us a starred review. And we have three of them that uh, Vince made me aware of.
2: Hmm.
0: All five stars, by the way. And our first one is for DM Dad. He says, Old Gamer Dude. Yeah, old DM dad. I'm one of those, two. And he says, Old Gamer Dude with five stars. And he says, followed suggestion from Twitter to post. He's got a little happy face. Great podcast and appreciate your efforts to keep the love of first edition AD&D alive. Here's an idea for future topics. I'm sure this will open up a can of worms, but let's hear how you run combat in your games. I'd also like to hear some of your ideas on house rules. Give up the good work and look forward to more podcasts from the RFI gang. Well, thank you, DM Dad. I think D- we did a show kind of on combat, didn't
2: we? Oh, yeah. I mean, DM Dad probably has about six years of stuff to listen to, about yeah. equivalent to about six years of stuff to listen to. <laughs> yeah, We've and done- that
0: was like way, way early in the... Yeah. Like, before we hit episode twenty, maybe.
2: We've done I'm sure a couple episodes where we did creature feature where we did actual combat in it for a while too.
0: We sure did. We sure did. I remember the one we did when we fought a Lucrata. Yes. Or Lucrata, wherever the hell it's pronounced. <gasps> but people are now sorry. saying
2: people are now saying Nick with their <laughs> fist in the air. I know. You didn't pronounce it right.
0: No. <laughs> All right, Lucrata, Lucrata, tomato, tomato. But um We still love you, Nick thank you i i appreciate it i do have some eggnog all right I, well okay hold on a second mm. Mm, it's good stuff um but i don't remember did we do a show on house rules at all
2: i don't think an actual what? rule house rules show i mean i guess maybe we, yes, we, could. we did we did? No, because I,
3: I think I remember something with you guys when Jason was still on the show. Yeah. Like, issue 36 is House Rules. Oh, I right knew it was going to be in the 30s. <sighs> Damn.
0: Well, there's your answer, DM Dad. Yeah. Issue 36, we did one on House
2: Rules. Oh, we could probably do like a House Rules Revisited or something, because I'm sure yeah, we yeah. House picked
0: up House Rules
3: Tool, Electric Boogaloo. No. Here's my House Rule. No gnomes.
2: No gnomes. I'm playing a gnome in your game, Crispy.
0: Well, no tinker gnomes in my game.
3: Vincent? Crispy? Christopher? It's Crispither. Yeah, Christopher. Christopher. That's Christopher. why I said that one.
0: Somebody's Eggnog. Uh
2: huh. Since this is a Christmas thing and it's all about origins, why don't you tell us the origin of Crispy?
3: Oh, it's really stupid. Um... <laughs> Wait, so in my freshman well, we kinda year. I kind of gathered that. In my freshman year of high school, um, at my lunch table, there were, like, five Chrises, and so uh, we had Chris, we had Christ, and then we had... Uh, I can't oh, remember what the other thing. ones what? were. What? Wait, what? You had a dude we, named Christ? Well, yeah, that was his nickname. His his name was Chris. Okay, I'm going to say, I'm like, okay, that's pretty... And so, um... yeah, we all had to choose nicknames, so I, I chose Crispy. Crispy. Um, my middle name isn't P. It's It starts with an L. I just thought it was funny.
2: Oh, I okay, get it. Okay. Ha- uh, <laughs> uh, St- DM Steve, you can continue vomiting. We will send you an RFI bucket.
3: We're sorry. We're so Yo, really I think, sorry. I think you could make some proceeds off of an R- uh, RFI branded bucket. <laughs> Put it up on Etsy. <laughs> the RFI crispy Wait bucket.
0: a minute. We'll get a crowdfunding campaign yes,
3: and we'll we never do. deliver. Hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you the only don't deliver if you make miniatures. Yeah. that seems oh. to be the running theme. As soon as you make
3: oh. minis, you you will fail your Kickstarter or a documentary. If you, uh... <laughs> yes. God, I'm so mad about the D and D documentary. Oh, Great Kingdom, yeah. No, it's like a D and D a documentary. I don't know. It's been in development heck because I know we can't swear. Um, for like can four I release the now. next review? Yes, you yeah. can. Please, please proceed.
0: Okay, just wondering. I would just want to make sure. Okay. <laughs> um, next one is by uh, Power Posey. And he says, or he or she, he says, keep, keep it up, thanks, five stars. And says, this podcast has revitalized my passion with one E. I just found this poundcast about, podcast about a month ago. And I had listened to about 20 of the podcasts. Pound cake. So, cool. Thank you so much. Got a lot to catch up.
2: Yeah, We've got another 160-something to go. Yeah,
0: so if you got some free time, you know, over the Christmas holiday, by all means, uh, uh, listen to them all.
2: Share them with your friends. Yes, yeah, so we won't be doing any more shows for the rest of this year, so 2017 <sighs> will be the next show unless, you know, I grab Crispy and do just, you know, filler shows like on
3: Savor Die. <laughs> I'd be down for that. <laughs> Talk about Crispy Carpenter. I be
0: available for that because I'm going to be... I'll be available over, basically, for a while. I'll talk about it with you later.
2: This just in, we'll be doing some filler shows (laughs) Damn it, I got roped in. (laughs) You
3: volunteered yourself. Yeah, you did.
0: Wait a minute, I've done that twice in my life. Nick, I I will see you next
2: next Sunday at HR. (laughs)
0: Okay, fair enough. I'll send my avatar. Okay. Next (laughs) next review, please. Our, our, Our last review is from Eric McDaniel. 28. Either that's his age or his IQ. I don't know. Just. Oh. <laughs> I keyed, I keyed.
3: one star review.
0: <laughs> yes. Eric McDaniel, 28. Uh, five star review says great idea for a show. Well, we kind of think so. We've been doing it for six years. It's done pretty good so far. So <laughs> we need more OSR content out there. People who throw hundreds of dollars at Watsy every year are missing out on the dangerous, gritty fun that comes from a DIY attitude and approach. Keep it going. Harumph! Harumph from me. I ain't getting a harumph out of you. Uh, Come on. Harumph? (laughs) Harumph Harumph-a-pump-pump?
2: I wasn't sure if that was part of the review or just you saying it.
0: No, that was his review. Oh. (laughs) No, uh, the harumph wasn't a part of it.
2: Oh. (laughs)
0: yeah. But uh, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. There isn't a whole lot of OSR type uh, one. I mean, have save or die,
2: and Thaco's hammer. Don't forget and Thackos
0: hammer and old school blues. But, oh yeah, that's right.
2: And we have there's a podcast called the Grognard Files, which I think is old school, right? Not the Grognard Files,
0: huh? That's a new one.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure if he's actually only old school because I think I've seen like other games on there that weren't exactly old, but I think he takes it from an old grognord perspective and talks about it so yeah yeah, it's pretty cool yeah so there are
0: others out there in in the in our network like we said thacko's hammer or saber die and then you have the one uh, the other one that you're doing vince
2: old school OSR review yeah with uh eric tankar ah yes with tankar's tavern
0: another a great blog site you should check out
3: there yeah i was gonna say like uh, if you want osr content like a lot of it exists in the blogosphere yeah. yeah, stuff like uh, Roland's Creeping Doom or Tankar's Tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, does yeah. Ventress Satanas have a blog, or is he just like really active on Google Plus?
0: Um, Both. Another real good one is Greyhawk Rognard. He does some really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Crispy used to be, be on Old really School Blues gray, too. But...
3: World of Greyhawk lore. I used to be on what now?
2: Old School Blues. You were on there very briefly as a guest. Yeah, host.
3: I have to work on Fridays now. Too late. Oh, yeah. man, you have to work. Yeah, I gotta pay for this opulent palace somehow. <laughs>
2: it's what, Crispy's what? Castle. Crispy's Castle, a chair and a lamp in the corner. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and one beanbag.
2: And one beanbag,
3: <laughs> My pizza my bowl. uh my coffee it table's made out, out of old bowl. pizza boxes.
2: Dude, that, that's a bachelor's apartment, man.
0: Yeah. yeah. Bean bag chair, hole in the beanbag chair. Covered with duct tape.
2: <laughs> the refrigerator is full of old Chinese takeout, and and there's pizza containers on the uh, cat on the counter with old pizza in it.
0: Yeah, no table though. No table. But somehow he has Wait, a
2: chair. Actually, he has a table because he plays D and D or any other role playing game, so he has to have a table.
3: That's uh, I do. I do. It's a card table. <laughs> of course it is. Of course, of course Up it is. course. By the dumpster. But doesn't. that's
2: all of our starred reviews there. That's awesome. We appreciate everybody that gives us a review, and uh, no matter what the review is, one star to five stars, we review. Ah, we do read them, and as you've heard, we do read them, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nick doesn't enjoy the lower <laughs> stars, but, you know, what are we going to do? No, I don't care. It's not what just I heard. Hit, just hit ignore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. All right, cool, so... Uh, let's head right into what we're talking about our module of the week
3: hey everybody just wanted to make sure you know about our new sponsor the Open Gaming Store run by John Rice the same guy who created D20PFSRD.com and sales from the store support the Pathfinder SRD website as well as his other SRD websites for every $20 in your order you get a free PDF from D20PFSRD.com publishing and if you're a backer on John's Patreon at any level you get 10% off all orders so check out OpenGamingStore.com to support Open Gaming
1: Typical of all the evil creatures in the world. I like to find one with table manners. What
0: are you kidding me? I spent years cultivating the worst table manners on the planet. Table manners. Okay, I guess I'll start this out for you, fellas. Sure. For everybody. Sure. Um, yeah, this is one I, I you said Vince that it was sent to us from James. a uh, listener.
2: Yeah. On Twitter.
0: And uh, I, you know, I've read to it a couple of times. It's kind of interesting. Um, it's a familiar theme, to say the least, or story. Basically, uh, it was, and this was converted, I guess, say converted by by Steve Johnson, and inspired by Charles Dickens. It is a D and D Christmas Carol.
2: It's actually a company name attached to this too. If I saw it at oh, the end, oh, there is. Is um, it at the bottom? Where was that? Yeah, Skyland, Skyland Games. Games. Yeah, Skyland Games. Okay. Inkwellideas.com. I've heard of that blog before. Oh, okay. Oh, that's the person who did the, the uh graph uh, the uh dungeon graphics.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because Ink no, Inkwells makes software so you can mapping software and things of that hmm. nature. So
3: they used
1: Inkwell to make the maps.
2: Skyland Games, I don't know if we can find a link to that, uh Matt, and put that in the show notes in case people want to contact Mr. Steve and get more information. It's a pretty pretty basic module. It was actually made for 4th edition uh, D&D. I guess it must have came out during that time frame. But we figured it's the Christmas spirit. It's something to review that you can kind of throw as a one-off in case your party is uh, away for the holidays and maybe one or two people show up for a game and you're like, oh, we still want to play. We want to play D&D. So here's a little module about the Christmas Carol that someone actually kind of converted in. So... Starting off with initial thoughts. Crispy, since you're back, let's hear your initial thoughts of this module.
3: I think that it is bad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, oh, it's Jennifer. just a lo- oh, I humbug. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I think anyone who plays fourth edition should be boiled in their own pudding. Um, <laughs> this comes from a person they who They should loved be it. boiled in their own dice bag. For figgy pudding. Yeah. yeah, Christy, you um, fourth edition. It's just, it's a lot of box text. I mean, it would be good as a one-off, like you said. I think yeah, it would be yeah. good for running with, like, younger kids. Okay. Um, yeah. Say, like, you're, you have to go to the big Christmas gathering on Christmas dinner, and, like, you are put in charge of entertaining all the younger cousins. Like, you could sit down and do this. Um, but, <sighs> you know, it's it's mostly box text, and I don't think that's very good.
1: Well, okay, yeah.
0: Tell us you how were, you really
1: feel. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I mean, I was. This is like three encounters. It reminds me of D and D encounters for those that did that, except with even less interesting encounters. Because it's very, you're definitely hopping aboard the old, the ye old choo-choo train for this one. <laughs> yes, well, you that's are. Okay. You're I going mean, to look, get a first based off of. Yeah. I mean, and I think it a lot of that has to do with if you stick true to the source material, you're going to be on that train. It's kind of like when people run Star Wars campaigns and get too tied up in making sure movie continuity stays consistent, yeah. at which point you really can't do much of anything of any note. Mm, not
0: not our Star Wars game, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not concerned about making sure continuity
1: stays. No. That and that that's the difference. If you want to have the continuity of the story A Christmas Carol actually stick, you've got to hop along the train and get a first-class ticket because Mm. you're beholden to every step happening a certain way, and it can't deviate. Hmm. So, yeah, it was just very much felt like there's – it's a couple – like three combat encounters, and Mm -hmm. you're done. I thought it was two combat
3: encounters and a skill challenge.
1: Yeah, Yeah. yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, actually, you're right. It is a skill challenge, so So, two combat.
2: Nick, what are your thoughts of this module?
0: I didn't think it was terrible. (laughs) I didn't think it was, like, great. It's, like, meh. It's all right. I mean, it's not, like, Force Oracle bad. Uh, I'll give you that. Or UK one. Uh, Or, or Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I even think Forest Oracle is worse than that one. But, I mean, I like the premise, trying to do something with uh, Charles Dickens' The Christmas Carol. I think that's kind of cool. I mean, come on, that's a holiday classic.
2: On on a side note, Nick, I did get a lot of feedback. Everybody heard your rage build up in that show as we went further into it about the UK. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They really enjoyed your, your rage build up on that module.
0: I mean, at first, I was just kind of, eh, and then by the end, I was like, ah! <laughs> Hulk smash. Well, that ought to be interesting, and we'll get some mail on that, right? <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. But, I mean, this one's, it's okay. I mean, yeah, two two encounters, uh, combat encounters, and one that's more of a skill-based sort of it, thing. Basically, is fine. This is
2: an hour or two and, to kill
3: Module type right. thing. It's yeah, a Christmas... that's, I was just kind of thinking about that, and that's kind of my problem with it. Like, you're playing fourth edition, so combat's a little more complex. Yeah. Um, and it's going to take longer, so that might beef it up. I feel like if you convert this to 1E, you're going to blow through in about, I don't know, maybe an hour and a half right. tops. Yeah.
0: But, you know, I like the one little twist in here. I forget where it happens. I think after when Scrooge meets the ghost of Christmas past, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a Part in this, where I think it's before he meets the ghost of Christmas Present, or somewhere maybe after well, that. Why don't,
2: we, why don't we get into the actual module itself? Because oh, yeah, yeah. before we confuse people okay. here. So obviously everybody knows the Christmas Carol story of Scrooge and and, and the uh, and the Tiny Tim and blah, blah 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 blah. And he gets visited by the three ghosts, and somehow this module kind of takes. It suggests two characters. I don't know. I've never really played fourth. Crispy, you did. Is two characters of second level it's just enough for this module?
3: Um, Yeah, like probably, lot. because they probably went through and used the um, D&D encounter, like uh, adventure building software uh, to fine tune the com- uh, the uh, combats. It just seemed like it was a
2: little bit much in one of the scenes where there was like four thugs plus two ghosts. I was just like, "Well, wow, this is kind of like Wow, a lot for two characters, but
3: yeah, but it's a fourth edition ghost, so they can scale it to your level. Like if you were going to run this in first edition or even fifth edition at second level, you're not fighting ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Right. It does say ghosts at the will destroy you.
0: It does say at the beginning. It says when you are saying about the text, it says right there the adventure does have a lot of text that tells the story, but don't let it bog you down. Paraphrase when necessary. In short, DMs, feel free to adjust the adventure to the needs of your players and have fun. So, there. There was a disclaimer, guys. Thank you, Nick. Well, you know, it's just, you know, just what I want
3: to throw the baby you... out with the bathwater here. Wow. Uh, I go... mean, you can say that, but there's literally a paid, page. Page, uh, what is this? Six mm-hmm. is nothing but uh, red text. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've seen worse.
2: So the PCs come into town, and they basically witness the first ghost that comes and warns him about the three ghosts, Scrooge, that is, mm-hmm. are going to visit him throughout the night. So that's kind of like you're, you notice it through a window, so you happen to be walking in the middle of the night when this happens. So I don't know. Whatever. What do you do if your PCs are just like, meh, just an old man. I don't care. Well,
0: doesn't he offer them... He Scrooge hires them.
2: Yeah, but they, yeah. It, the module assumes that the PCs go in, into the house where he's at Scrooge Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. No, I
3: think he runs out of the house, doesn't he? It's Let a little confusing at that
2: point.
0: Oh, yeah, he yells across the... Oh, no, the they, they do know? go
3: inside. It does assume yeah. that they go inside. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I thought so. I'm trying to confuse
3: yeah.
0: me. He's offering them, like, what, around 300 each? Yeah,
3: which is a ton of
0: gold. Yeah, it is. Well, he's rich, so right. So, like, protect me from the ghosts. So and they're like, let's
2: yeah, just assume not. that your your PCs are as. Well, let's say they're they're pricks and they're not going to help the old man.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then and then eventually they don't help.
3: Yeah, and yeah, eventually let's let's play video games. I guess. <laughs> yeah, let's go watch some SpongeBob.
1: Yeah, he could always start yelling out the window at that point, help, help, and throw some gold. And he, be like, did you really get their attention? Just, but
2: yeah. So he, it, it, he basically gets the party to, so let's, the party goes upstairs, and he says he's in trouble, he needs someone to guard him, and he wants the people to sit outside his bedroom chamber while he sleeps to protect him, and he'll offer them 300 gold, which I guess you can negotiate up to 400 gold, it says, but he'll only give them 50 gold, that's it. Not a piece, just give them 50 gold right then and there. Just for the time being to keep them quiet.
3: Yeah, until he can, like, get to his office in the morning, which right. I feel like, I feel that that's reasonable. If I was playing this, I'd be like, alright, yeah, I'll, I'll do the adventure if you're gonna give me another 250 gold pieces after we're done.
2: There, there's like but it, okay yeah that that is reasonable you're right but towards the end of the module i want to say when they're just like you you put him back in this room and you decide to just go to the tavern and you know go eat it's like wouldn't yeah. kind of collect your money before going to eat I yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know
0: the one twist i do like in this module is when at the ghost of christmas past it's not a ghost
2: no it's actually christopher no i'm kidding
0: uh... Christopher Walken <laughs> yeah, shows so, up.
2: So it looks like it's some type of gang that's uh trying to What well, Yeah.
0: Well it's a doppelganger essentially.
2: Yeah. Or a changeling, one of the two.
0: Yeah. I I figured it's doppelganger changeling. I'll call it a doppelganger. Well but Okay. If you're and converting it, this to one E, it would be a probably using a doppelganger.
2: And this is when you have your first combat and Yeah. From here, you can actually branch out into an entire campaign because it does give you a little idea. It has, like, hook alert, and you can go to the back of the module and it has some ideas. Brief, but some uh, ideas. I'm going to flip back there real quick if I can. Eh, Of course, my PDF doesn't want to flip. So the hook alert for that one is they're called the Gray Foxes, and they're thieves with this changeling slash doppelganger. And basically, do these thieves fade away into obscurity? Do they plot revenge on the PCs after they're being thwarted? Have they infiltrated the Watcher Town leadership? Do they hatch a different plot that the PCs stumble upon? So you can kind of branch out into something totally different with this.
0: Absolutely. So you could go with this, and maybe maybe Scrooge does get kidnapped, and now you got to go save him. So he can get paid, for one. And... Um, if you're dead. Just, I like the idea of whatever that that goes to Christmas Pass, either a changeling or a doppelgamer or whatever you want to call it, probably the head of the gang or something like that, and then maybe you can have some other Christmas-based themed stuff having with the gang. I don't know.
2: I do like that the module when it says roll initiative actually lays it out for you, how big the room is, how many squares, this and that. Is that a typical fourth edition thing, Chris?
3: Yes, that's that's typically normal. Like, it'll give you uh, the room layout with a grid and then, you know, tell you how big it is and, and where everyone's positioned.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay.
3: Because, you know, it's like a... It's heavily combat grid-based, so they... Basically, in Adventures, they tell you where everyone is at the start.
2: Cool. All right, so basically, the either you save Scrooge here, or you die, and they take Scrooge away.
3: Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I do like that you could just fail the adventure after the first encounter, Or they take him to no, his office and clean him out. That's
2: old school, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we have? Uh, Nick, why don't you jump on Act 2 for us?
0: Well, yeah, I was just yeah, looking over Act 2 again, so after they maybe rescue Scrooge and have go through the combat as written, we if you go with the they just do the little combat with that changeling creature maybe maybe with some of the gray fox thieves uh you, you uh go back up to his room and then all in his room there's like a big old feast that's set up and there's a man basically a giant yeah he's wearing a bright green robe so we're at the point the ghost of christmas presents this where is... he meets him. And the funny thing is the when Scrooge says, Um, what does he say? But but weren't the ghosts those thieves? And Scrooge looks back at you confused, and then the ghost says he doesn't know anything about it. He's like, What are you babbling about? Yeah. So they're apparently completely unrelated. No, yeah. Which is strange. <laughs> right.
1: Which actually And then you get into weird. this whole skill challenge thing. What was yeah. that, Matt? Oh, I was going to say it actually makes me wonder what happened to the ghost of Christmas Past.
2: <laughs> well, you see, he got caught up, and he missed his his flight, and you know, you know traffic was bad. Yeah, <laughs> traffic was bad. You
0: know, yeah. Yeah, Christmas notes. time.
1: There was a buggy tipped over, couldn't make it on time. He shows up late, shows up out of order. You get present <laughs> the jackknife on the freeway. Yeah, so he this- shows up like the next day. <laughs>
2: So this is a skill challenge in 4th edition, which you can equate to 1st edition, kind of. Um, I guess you... I was trying to figure out a way how to incorporate this into 1E without making it dumb. Yeah, I, I mean, also...
3: Too. The combats would be easy to fix. This is... Because there's not really a skill challenge analog for 1st uh, for edition. What I was kind of thinking was... <laughs>
2: Okay, so he grabs him and he takes off. And let's just say the the PCs are obviously going to react by saying, "I follow," or "I go to the window and check." I was thinking maybe time slows down, so they're they're moving really slowly, but the but the ghost and Scrooge are moving quickly, so they can get a head start to go where they need to go. And then the PCs have to figure out hmm. a way how to restore time back to normal. Maybe there's an artifact in the room that they have to tip or something they have to say out loud. Uh, kind of, that's the the kind of ideas I jotted down on a piece of paper. What do you mm-hmm. think about that?
0: Yeah, I guess then... yeah, you could do something like that. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how it ties in. I guess we could they could just do a Dex check, try to keep up with them and then when they get to to uh to uh Cratchit's house. Right. They there might be something. Maybe the gray fox thieves show up again. Right. Uh, I think you could do something like that. Yeah. You know? We're back. I mean, just ha.
1: <laughs> the, yeah. the gray fox thieves see Scrooge being whisked away so they follow him and think the uh, ghost of Christmas present is just one of his bodyguards.
0: There you go. Something like that. And then maybe you want to like kidnap Crapshin and his family for ransom. I don't know.
1: <sighs> yeah. But, and, and also looking at like if in fourth edition, if they fail, they're losing a healing surge and then if they don't have healing surges, they're minus two to all damage rolls, so obviously you would have to adjust, okay. That's the only bad stuff that's supposed to happen if they fail this.
2: Well that's mm. that's why I came up with the whole slow time down. Why? That way they have to figure something out to equate the skill check.
1: I right, and you. even but but I'm I guess you also need to equate what's the bad stuff if they fail, even if once you get to that point of equating it.
3: Yeah, because this kind of runs off the assumption that you're failing forward, so even if you fail, you still succeed, but with some kind of disadvantage for the rest of the adventure. Right. Well, I don't, I don't know. I-, I would just run this as, like, a chase scene. Mm. Just kind of... I don't know. It It's difficult to to break down into a set procedure, kind of how this is, but I would just run it as a chase, you know, like Having them um, make a dex check to keep up and then seeing if, like, maybe they'll lose them. They can make uh, wisdom checks to uh, to find out, like, which direction they went so they can get back on the trail. Maybe have them pass through a secret door. You know, get your elf kind of going with uh, their ability to find secret doors easier. Right.
1: Mm. Right. And, and really the whole point behind this check is this whole skill challenge. Is just to exhaust the players. That's all. The only bad stuff that comes of this entire encounter is they were trying to find Scrooge and they exhausted themselves, and because they took too long, yeah, fail the skill, skill challenge. So it's not even that interesting. Yeah, w- would it be better to just cut it
3: out?
2: I yeah, uh, maybe. I, hmm.
3: Maybe replace it with a – it's like a chase, but partway through they get like a – I don't remember which one of you guys said it earlier. Partway through they get accosted by more gray foxes, and maybe they have to have a yeah. fight, and that impedes them. Or, or
1: you could spend this in a different route. What if you make it to where they can actually intercept the Ghost of Christmas Present, stop him from getting Scrooge? to the Cratchit's house to see little Timmy and everything. So he doesn't get the heart of gold at the end. It actually (laughs) helps Scrooge stay Scrooge. Oh, man, that's just mean. So if you could actually spin it to where if the party succeeds, Scrooge doesn't learn his lesson. Oh, my God. Huh? And in a way, I'm almost I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, if you take it that way, by succeeding, they actually alter the story. Uh, All the ghosts show up and everything happens, but he doesn't learn his lesson.
3: Oh, man. That's if you succeed, though. (laughs) Yes. How I would run that is I would try uh, very hard to make them fail. I would, like, (laughs) make it super hard so that they fail. um, And then just kind of keep it a secret that they're supposed to fail it. Yeah.
2: Like ain't no yeah. Oh my gosh, I
0: never thought of it that way, Matt.
1: Yeah.
0: That's yeah. that totally blows my mind. I like it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now all of a sudden putting that spin on of it, all of a sudden I'm starting to like, oh, you could have some fun with this if you make it to where instead of hopping on the railroad, the railroad has two paths, and if the players succeed, they're going down the dark path of Grumpy Scrooge. Yeah, and they don't even realize it. They think they're
0: helping him right? while they're interfering with the Ghosts of Christmas Presents
2: task. Yeah. Ooh. But then he goes like for it. the future, who shows him his death. Do you think he might still go down the good path? Not though.
0: necessarily. Maybe he'll look at his death as like, well, I should just hoard everything I
1: got, you know? Right. Right. At this point, and plus, if the players succeed in this... Depending on how they succeed, maybe he doesn't even get to experience the full scene of his death, and he thinks it's it's those pesky bandits trying to take my gold again using magic. Why is he now sell- he's some
2: guy from the South. Yeah, why is he going
0: to feel like he's from Texas?
1: Take my gold. Ah. Why is he got to be
2: an old prospector from the South now? <laughs> because he has lots of gold, just like his old prospectors. It's very insensitive. <laughs>
0: Well, I guess that leads us to the very last section there—the ghost of
2: after a Christmas page yet
0: to come, or ghost of Christmas future, whichever version you read of Dick- Dickinson's tale.
2: Yeah, after a page so, of box text, two yeah, pages after of two a, pages
0: of box text, two pages, which you can so pretty much. much I think. Not that's the funny thing about this. I think everybody knows the story. That you can almost tell it by heart, you know.
2: The, so, the ghost of Christmas future, whatever, yet soon to come, which I want you read, is actually kind of an interesting creature. The yeah. fact that he can he pulls up his cloak and he's showing all the stuff and then he tries to suck everybody into the internal darkness that's inside of him.
1: So he's We're actually too. Cloak from Marvel Comics. <laughs> More yes, or less. yes. Very true. <laughs>
3: I only know about Cloak that... because I played Maximum Carnage on the Sega Genesis.
0: Mm. Mm. I'm trying to think of what would be kind of an uh, analog to first edition for the Ghost of Christmas Future or the you?
2: I don't know. Why don't you open monster. up the Fiend Folio? I'm sure you can find something.
1: Yeah. I, I was He's I adherer. First, I was <laughs> thinking a crypt thing. Uh... He's a cloaker with some uh, dimensional trans, uh, teleportation abilities.
0: Yeah, but he looks like a skeleton, though. How about the apparition? Yeah. Could be. Yeah.
2: yeah. Apparition might work.
0: Apparition might work. Yeah. That's
2: what I'm looking at right now in the Fiend Folio. On. Oh
0: yeah. Oh boy, this is more than for a second level for a second level character. I can tell you that much. Well,
2: yeah, but you'd scale it. You'd scale it down a little bit. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because I... the apparition is a eight hit nice creature.
2: Junior Apparition, how's that?
0: Junior Apparition. Apparition in training?
2: Yes. Well, first,
0: I, I was thinking of uh, of a crypt thing.
2: Yeah, I was thinking crypt thing too, but I don't
0: know. I mean, because the whole thing that he can randomly teleport you to places, maybe a modified crypt thing that he has that sort of vortex thing, and he is neutral. I don't think you would want something evil... Um, yeah. it Just doesn't yeah. work
1: for me. Yeah, I don't see something evil teaching uh, important life lessons.
3: Yeah, yeah. And mm. if you're, if it's a Crip thing, you know, you can throw in the Crip thing voice and oh, the They're, crip like, ah. No, like yeah, quit being a butthead, Scrooge. So it's Skeletor. <laughs> but it's Skeletor. Skeletor. All Crip things are Skeletor. I don't. I, I feel like <laughs> this has been established before.
1: <laughs> How about? A, <laughs> pretty sure it's canon.
2: I think yeah, it is. Yeah. How about a Dark Stalker? Maybe a Dark
3: Stalker might work, too.
2: Dark Stalker? Page 23. Oh, that's a possibility.
0: Yeah, neutral.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm just kind of flipping through the fiend folio while we're chatting here trying to find a monster that might work. Funny
0: thing, you know, we're how, you know, Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol here, we're thinking of a monster out of a UK monster manual, the feed folio. I just... It seems appropriate. Yeah, it seems
2: not?
3: appropriate. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's the one it's the one monster book I always keep with me.
3: I'm really sad I don't have my, my copy with me on this side of the country.
0: No, no, that's too powerful. I have fear in flame. No.
3: <laughs> I don't know, I feel like you might need to custom make a monster for this cuz it's uh, a yeah, I've been going through and looking through, you know, mechanically how you can change these things. I would do uh, you know, for the first encounter a doppelganger. You know, bandits, maybe a, a doppelganger, maybe just like a berserker or one. something like that. I don't know. Like... I
2: got one, guys. Page forty-one, the Gambado. How he comes out of the ground. Maybe he can be pulling them into that dark pit. Oh, oh there yeah. we go. That's that perfect. Look how. Oh yeah. Especially with the, okay. with the inverted cross on his forehead, which kind of creeps me out now. <laughs> looking at it.
0: You know, he could be haven't wearing kind of the robes like the yeah. Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come. Come.
2: And he could use okay. that little dark pit down there to be showing all the images and stuff and here you yeah. go. There's our creature. Okay. Page forty one. The there you go. Hey oh, Gambado.
0: Or is it a Gambadoo? Who knows? Gambadoo? Yeah. Gambadoo is probably
2: what it is. Gambado, I don't know. Bada bing bada boom.
0: Bada bing bada boom it Gambadoo Gambado.
2: Crispy go see HR for that comment.
0: <laughs> his name's yeah, his name's Vinny Gambado. Hey, yo, 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 here.
3: Forget about yo. it. Get a piece Frick, of pizza. Hey, Scrooge, All right, hey, we're, we're, hey, Scrooge, we're HR flagging
2: here. here, guys. Knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so here's another hook situation, too. Not to be confused with hook from Nirvana. Peter. Uh, <laughs> yes. The shadow of death, perhaps Scrooge has lived longer than he should have by buying potions and brews to keep him alive much longer than his peers since his passing is overdue. Maybe death still wants him, or does she try to recruit them to finish the job that uh-huh. hindered? Does she now want the PCs instead? You know, this kind of hooks there in case they get all get sucked into the cloak or the uh, black hole.
1: Yeah. Which- so we go from Christmas Carol to Final Destination. <laughs> Does that mean, like, never mind? <laughs> is this,
2: is, wait, is this the final destination or just yes. the final destination? <laughs> the final destination. <laughs> oh, by the way, we're just going to do two more movies after the final destination. So you
1: know. Yeah. The final final.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I still remember that when that movie came out. Like, this is the final destination. I'm like, finally, it's over. And then, like, I hear another year later, the final destination part. I'm like, Ugh. they still what? had to do more. <laughs> How much longer can they escape this sh- crap?
0: <laughs> Final destination Two: the road for more money.
2: So after you, yeah, pretty much. So after you've saved the day, you pretty much pick up Scrooge, bring him back to his house, throw him back in his bed because he's exhausted from all this traveling and everything. And you decide, meh, I'm going to go to the tavern and have something to eat <laughs> and wait till the morning. Yeah.
1: How do you know your jo- guard duty's over?
2: Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> and I didn't then, know. Yeah, but
3: in the epilogue, like, I mean, there's still, you do that, but then it picks up after that, where it's like, locals are like, Scrooge is a madman. He's given away all his riches. Yeah, he's, but you, you have to assume that was in He's the- wearing a question mark suit. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing he's, Matt Lesko? Yeah.
2: He's wearing horn rimmed glasses, and he's laughing. Um,
0: hey, for the record, Vince, I think this module is very workable and enjoyable. I don't know about these other two.
3: I mean, I'm the one who who was hard on it, I think. You ba humbugged
0: it, Crispy. You ba humbugged
3: it, Crispy. You did. You did. I did. I did.
2: Yes. Basically, the PCs get their reward towards the end. He gets the typical scene that you see in the movies or the carol how he's tossing everybody gold he kind of comes by them and says oh i remember you remember from a dream like he doesn't even remember talking to them pretty much
0: and everybody's like huh
2: yeah huh and (laughs) they toss them a a bag of gold and however much they negotiated there's the rest of it and everybody's happy and dances and sings and spins uh,
1: god
0: blesses everyone
1: you should throw them a Christmas turkey, because everyone was getting turkeys at the end. No,
3: airport. no, no, it was a goose. Oh, a goose, that's right, it was a Christmas goose. goose. I thought it the is. goose only went to the Cratchits. Maybe it did. Yeah. So Does f- it matter? Fourth it's been a while since I've seen Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God. <Yes>. Really? <laughs> that was my original joke I was going to start off with at the beginning of the episode. I can't believe they made an adventure based off that Muppet movie, but <laughs> I lost my opportunity.
2: <laughs> Crispy late with his joke again, but anyway, oh
0: eight hundred. I was going to say, what version of Scrooge would be in this? Is it the, uh, you know, the one from the Muppet movie? Is it the one from uh, when uh, George C. Scott played Scrooge? Which Scrooge
3: are we going to have here? Uh, I thought the George. No, that's not George C. Scott in that one. I... Uh, or uh, uh, Patrick Stewart from the T and T. Production. You know what?
0: I uh, that is actually a very good version of yeah. of Christmas Carol. I also like the one that George C. Scott did back in the eighties. That was a
3: yeah. Weird. I think that one's like George C. Scott. In my opinion, is is Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh. It's like amazing. him, and yeah, then Fred Flintstone. Actor. He's a close second.
0: Yeah, I do oh. remember when I was a kid, there was a cartoon version of this, and they played it every year during Christmas. Yeah, Christmas
1: uh, break. Yep. So. What? What if he got polymorphed into a duck, and until he learns his lessons, he's a talking Scrooge duck?
0: Scrooge McDuck? Oh, yes. Lord. Oh, God. Yes. So No, that's RuneQuest, because ducks can be a class or a race in RuneQuest. So it's the RuneQuest version of A Christmas Carol.
1: Yes. And then the-
0: God, Scrooge McDuck. He's <laughs> jumping into
2: piles, diving into piles of gold now. Literally, if he would have jumped in a pile of gold, he would have cracked into a million pieces or smushed himself into a pancake. it's because
3: ducks have hollow bones. Oh, is that right? Ducks are like cats.
0: They're liquid. And it's also a cartoon. Cartoon physics, guys. (laughs) But, you know, this one, I think it had some potential. We talked about it, and there's some good potential spots here you can make it
3: good. Yeah, I think uh, after discussing it, like, I... I'd give this like a three,
0: three swords. Yeah, I think that's yeah, a fair yeah. assessment. I think like some, uh, I'd give it three too.
3: it's workable. Yeah. On paper, it's it's not great, but if you you know think a mo- little more in depth than just running, I think then yeah, like it's it's not bad. Oh, you know, I would just have to take this and do a little prep. You can't just run this right off the press.
2: So,
0: oh no, right? Any any DM worth their salt's gonna. Gonna you know tweak this out to their to their best uh, ability. So, and we I think we gave good examples of that here. So yeah, I think it's got potential and
2: three swords, solid three swords. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the, the three sword uh,
1: rating, Matt. Yeah, and what, once I hit the point where I realized, you know, if the PCs succeed and they and it's actually bad, that's when I turned on this module.
3: Yeah, it, that's what happened for me as well
0: because it is it because se- it, it, it gives you the idea that you know what a little more flexibility you're
1: not totally railroaded right mm-hmm. it it actually the what the pcs do actually have an influence as opposed to just scrooge not dying it actually affect can affect the story in more ways than just having an on off switch right so at that point it was like oh if the pc succeeds scrooge stays evil timmy dies then he only at that gets point- their turkey London falls
3: into a thousand years of darkness. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So at that
1: point, I'm like, okay, this became a three. So, yeah. It's definitely workable as long as you add your own spin to it and not Mm -hmm. just as written. Because as written, it's like uh, in that one-two range.
0: When you brought that up about the possibility of altering the story because, you know, the good intentions thing that totally went off like light bulb in my head. i like this. Is so cool.
2: It's brilliant. I think I found the uh, link for that company, Skyland Games. Yep. yep. Looks like it. Looks like they also took their logo and converted it into the Stranger Things font. <laughs> <sighs> nice. Yeah. What do you do? seems like everybody's ripping that off now.
0: Nah, well. What, is, what do you want? It's a good show.
2: Meh. Hey, meh. I've not watched it. I've watched a couple episodes and I went, meh.
3: yeah, I uh, I've seen, I think, six out of eight episodes. And I I know that Stranger Things is good, but I don't think it's for me. That's right. Kind of where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, I think
2: Crispy's right. You know, that was before your time,
3: Crispy. It
1: just, well, I, so I they, feel the same way about like Walking Dead and Game of Thrones.
2: Yeah, everybody has their own thing. We think yeah. Matt's crazy for not liking Walking Dead. He thinks we're crazy for liking it, so.
0: Well, we gotta do. And I keep... Not the, everybody can be right, right, Vince? No. no.
1: Yeah, sure. And, <laughs> and then I keep hoping Unicron comes and devours all of Westeros because no one in that show deserves to live. They're all unlikable characters.
2: Aww. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's Westworld good, but, you know.
0: Now, that's a show I haven't seen yet. Yeah, I
3: haven't, <gasps> seen haven't watched it either. I heard it's really good. I haven't seen any of these shows, but I have heard that Westworld is just basically Jurassic Park.
2: Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's just the Western world, and it's all like these robots catering to people's fantasies and stuff like that. And Ed, Ed Harris is an utter douche in there, so.
1: So, oh, okay, cool. A world catering right. to people's fantasies. so it's Fantasy Island? No. No, there's no... The Ricardo plane, Montyon.
3: boss! The <laughs> plane! Mr.
1: Rourke doesn't show up.
2: No, there's nobody in a white suit. Sorry. Oh. That would actually
1: be an interesting D&D setting. What? Fantasy, fantasy Island?
3: Oh. <laughs> yes! Oh... You know you could do a follow up if they like uh say like a uh, Ricardo Montalban's Fantasy Island guy is the villain and then yes. you know they defeat him you could have a follow up module which is just Wrath of Khan. That's <laughs> yes. just cheesy. TV I knew there show. was going to be
0: a Wrath of Khan thing showing up here.
3: <laughs> Wrath of Crispy.
2: Oh my, oh my gosh. All right, All right so off, order your bucket that of- tangent. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) So, Nick, we also have a stocking stuffer module. You want to tell us a tiny bit about that? Yeah,
0: absolutely. So here's another Christmas module I ran across last year. I totally forgot about it until, like, maybe 20, 30 minutes before the show. And it was, you know, stuck in a corner of my hard drive. And it is called Rescue Mission.
3: I hate this adventure. I, There's another I just on advent- the front cover and I hate it.
0: Here's it- another adventure that Crispy hates. Yeah. So, you
3: just need to by, let it go, Crispy.
0: Um, yeah, just let <sighs> it go. Um, it's by uh, a Wizard of the Ozarks. It's by Wizard of the Ozarks. And um, basically it's, as we're alluding to here, Elsa from Frozen has kidnapped Santa Claus. And it's up to your party to rescue him. So
1: it's Nightmare Before Christmas with Elsa playing Jack Skellington.
0: Yeah, I'll read the cover to you. The evil Ice Queen Elsa has kidnapped the jolly old elf Saint Nicholas and has imprisoned him in her dreaded ice force, fortress. Can you get through her dreaded army of gingerbread soldiers and her giant snow golems to rescue Christmas before it's too late? Do you want to build a snowman or should we just let it go?
2: Let it go. Let it go.
0: And you know what? It's made for first edition AD&D. It's levels five to seven. And I remember, you know, briefly going through it in the past. And its I think it's decent. It's all right. Only if you're not a fan of, I don't know, if you're not a fan of Frozen or any of the other stuff like that. But there's pre-generated characters in there that you can use. Uh, lots of decent maps. I mean, you got random encounters. Kind of you got thin-y. new monsters. The evil Olaf artwork. Yes, the evil Olaf. Uh, you got new magic items like, uh, let's see, the spiked eggnog of courage. <laughs> or the wand of hot chocolate. It shoots a cone of hot chocolate at you for 3d8 plus 8 damage. Okay.
1: They got gingerbread spider.
0: Yep. Giant snow golem, which is actually pretty nasty.
1: So five hit dice. does a lot of damage
2: to you. Thirty two attacks for two to twenty each. Thirty five page wow, thirty six
0: page, thirty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, it's Damn there, a... forty pages. Candy cane spiders. It's got That's a good. couple other um, monsters there. Yeah, Remore has, you got wolves, you got a silver dragon, you got a white dragon in there.
1: Frost There's floor. even
0: a puzzle that you got to figure out in a puzzle room,
1: and and then I saw the teaser for another module. They you have had. Snow White zombies. I yes, and just because of my wife's love of Snow White, I now have to track that down.
3: Yeah,
0: I got to track that one
3: down too. I'm pretty sure the art for the giant snow golem is just the lava titan from Hercules. <laughs> no, yeah, no.
2: That, that was sarc- it. Is that was sarcasm? No, that was a that was taken
0: off from the movie Frozen. That kind of snow beasty thing.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't actually yeah. seen Frozen.
0: Well, there's your problem. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> and boy, they got a picture of Elsa here. That's a little provocative. Um, <laughs> a little R-rated version of Elsa there. Um, but other than that, it seems like a pretty cool uh, adventure. So. Um, have this for a stocking stuffer for you guys. We'll put this in the downloads, I guess, right?
1: Yep, we'll have that in the show notes on the website with this, so you can get this module, run some Christmas Frozen for your uh, campaign yep. this year. I don't think that was really yeah. It not- was written by a guy named Chuck Green. Chuck Green.
2: I don't think the Elsa picture was R rated, dude. It's just a little provocative. That's all.
0: Well, PG thirteen. <laughs> okay. She's looking rather buxom. Oh, boy. <laughs> Not the cover one. I'm uh, The one picture of her in the module with the evil Yeah, Olaf. Yeah, I
2: know. I'm looking at it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's well it's done. It's still, I think.
0: It's well yeah. done. Oh, it's well well done artwork. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And the module, I mean, the map's hand-drawn, it looks like, or I don't know, kind of maybe a program drew it. I can't tell.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, one some of it looks like it was hand-drawn.
2: The one on 14. You think that's hand-drawn, or is that computer hand-drawn? If you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, you may be right.
2: Like, it kind of looks like someone did it, but then again, it looks like maybe a computer was mimicking somebody doing it. No, that looks hand-drawn. think so?
1: Yeah, I yeah. think that's hand-drawn. Um, you did a pretty good job, Look at then. some of the others. Look at the grid, the colors of the grid, and... It's like, yeah. And actually, they were using paper from 1996 because they actually left the TSR oh, copyright. Oh, I saw the copyright. From 19, yeah, on page 19. They <gasps> left the copyright in. That's during the <gasps> second
2: edition era. No, we can't touch it. No, module's bad. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Lately, <laughs> <laughs> <immediately> zero swords. <laughs> well, there's Thacko and all the monsters, so. Oh,
0: well, yeah. Well. It's okay. Thacko was in first edition, too.
2: Nick. That's true. Report to yeah. HR. It was. Look at the back of your your DMG. It's there. Nick needs to go through uh what do they call that? Re retraining or <laughs> Reprogramming? Yeah. Reeducation. Yes, Reeducation. now. I will resist it with everything. Candy cane spider. Oh, there's even
0: a remor has in here.
2: So what does the so... candy cane spider have that other than being candy cane? Spittle and poison. Uh, That's it's it. spittle
1: is sugary. Ah. So
0: you have a save before you become a type 2 diabetic?
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like the module. It's pretty cool. I wish we would have found this one to review, but, you know.
0: I know, I'm sorry, but that's why I thought, you know, let's add it on. Way to go. Let's Nick, add no, on. I'm let's kidding. give it to everybody. You know, hey. <laughs> better late than never.
2: No, true. Stop. It's either
0: that or we delay doing the show. I thought, you know, let's let's I I thought I'd let you guys know and see what you guys thought and so we'll put it in there. I I still think the Scrooge one has potential. Yeah, it we does. talked about it in the show, and I think it's got a lot of good stuff there with, that you can yeah. uh, make it. You can maybe even tie the
2: two together. Oh, you you were right, Matt. You weren't kidding. It is a sugary spittle.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, I thought he was just kidding about that. <laughs> no. Oh boy.
0: Anyway. I wonder how you could tie the two adventures together.
2: Uh maybe the giant spittle spider is in charge I don't know no (laughs) perhaps
1: perhaps the players if they thwarted the ghost of the Christmas present maybe they killed him at which point Santa's now vulnerable to Elsa kidnapping him and it's all this nasty chain Scrooge hates everyone still Santa gets captured there's no Christmas
0: and Elsa's like her friend or something like that
1: yeah why not? I don't know. I'm still trying to find the Snow White one.
2: I figured you were still looking for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it probably never came out.
1: Yeah. Because I can't find a website for... No, they don't
2: Wizard have any websites. You.
0: Try it through yeah. Facebook. It's one from one of the first edition AD&D groups. I can't... Oh, I think okay. it's... It might be the AD&D Uncensored group.
2: Oh, fact. boy. Yeah, that group. <laughs> Check
0: there. So,
2: anyway, all right, yes. folks, we're going to take off. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas show with us. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back for some holiday filler shows because Nick volunteered. And uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye.
0: God bless us, everyone.
3: for initiative podcast is the production of wild games productions you can visit us at rfipodcast.com or contact us on our forums at
0: osrgaming.org or even call us at 570-865-4210 this podcast was produced for entertainment purposes only all other uses
3: are prohibited but remember if your magic missile spell doesn't automatically hit you're playing the wrong edition thanks for listening and see you next time on roll for initiative